Welcome. You are now tuned into the Textually Active Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Textually Active, your weekly dose of conversations about navigating the digital age while dealing with friendships, relationships, and all the ships in between. I'm Rez, and I got Amizi with me. What it, gang? And I got E on the boards. Yep. And we're back bringing you fire to your wireless speaker or your Apple TV device or your YouTube if you're watching us because we're we're fine. I don't know what you just did there, but mm-hmm. I don't ever want you to try that again. Your wireless device? I, uh, the whole thing, I it, hope just, that it got worse as you went down I like you guys to listen on the speaker. So you can hear us <laughs> are your headphones, but they have to be good headphones. Nope. Okay. Right, we don't right. have a um, brand deal or nothing. Nope. Like that, nope. All that was. Right. You just, you just. I, I didn't name any. You did. What? You said Apple TV specifically. Oh, oh, and guys. We said it again. Your smart TV. <laughs> Sorry. If you're listening on your smart TV, it doesn't have to be. I'm pretty sure somebody owns that, that word too. But it's cool. uh, oh, okay. Well, here we are. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> We're back for another niggas episode. Out here words. <laughs> I see you niggas are feeling. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Coming in hot. You niggas are feeling like arguing today. Not really. That's no. what it sounds like. I'm drinking beer. But other than that, how are you guys feeling? I'm drinking rum and red. No. <laughs> I hate that fucking song. <laughs> that fuck is the worst. <laughs> it's cool, the worst. bro. Streets is hot. I'm tired. I'm ready to go. You know, trying to be. As regular as possible, though. But we here. It's hot as hell. Yeah, it's hot as shit. I think we've officially got to that point in North Carolina when every day is hot. Stick of this fucking mask shit. Oh, my gosh. Wearing a mask in the summertime sucks. But I must say that I'm glad that North Carolina made it a rule for us to wear a mask wherever we go. Because you white folks, you whites, was wildin'. Y'all was everywhere with no mask on. Says the nigga that just came back from not wearing a mask for a week. I wore a mask when I went out. In Delaware, you had to wear a mask. Like, they are not letting you into the store without a mask on. Ain't not one picture that you posted on social media over the last week have you in a mask. I was in the house. Oh, the beach looked nice as shit. You're not supposed to. You don't have to wear a mask outside. See, look. All this shit. I always got an excuse for why they ain't got to do some shit. You don't have to wear a mask outside, and I was at my friend's house. I wasn't at no restaurant sitting down to eat with no mask on. Wilder. But honestly, at a Putting restaurant, you have risk. to... Huh? Putting us all at risk. <laughs> That's right. Like, you live with us, so you got to. shit. I wore a mask on the airplane. Hmm? Hmm? What do you have to say now? They made you do it. Yeah, but I wore one. <laughs> right. You at the airport, you, you didn't choose to. <laughs> at the airport, you don't have to wear a mask. It's suggested. <laughs> like... like <laughs> It's a suggestion to it's wear all, a mask. It's all about holding yourself accountable. Queen. I, I'm holding myself. I'm holding myself. I'm <laughs> holding myself. <laughs> e, how you feeling? I'm good. I'm just. I'm. I'm off the energy of Meezy. So if he's talking shit, I'm talking shit too. Oh, is that right? Yep. Is that right? Yeah. I come in here and exude big energy. You know how I go. All right. Real ass nigga. I'm feeling good. We out here. Relax. I'm about to be out of here. I'm taking you out with me too. Tell us what's going on. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here doing managerial uh, decisions. We about to blow up soon. You about to be in the streets. I'm going to need some help, but, you know, we'll talk when it's time. Somebody was calling you the Kardashians' mom. I'm the Kris Jenner of the tray. 
I liked it. <laughs> the Chris Jenner of the tray. It. But I date black women. So <laughs> she, she dated white black. women. <laughs> she, uh, she dates Damn, black women. No. No, black white women and um, white women and black men. Oh, okay. Shout, I out, like to, it. shout out to OJ. <laughs> Valid. Valid. That's a good one. So you've been out here making major moves. Got Just people chilling. calling you Chris Jenner. Chilling. You know, out here. And you out of here. You about to touch the stars. Got it. Okay. And we can come too. There's yeah, a job. Bro, I need. I got. I got a job for you. Mm-hmm. For sure already. Bet. I'm with it. I'm with the shits. I need a job. You know what I've been spending myself my time in the house doing. <laughs> I'm. I'm. What job is that? <laughs> <laughs> you I mean, go ahead. The, the, the thing is, is like when you say like a woman has a job for. Like that involves a rapper. It's like, all right, let's see how let's see how problematic this is gonna get. Oh, we gonna touch in that later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, we gotta get into that. that. We got wait, wait, hold, hold your horses, they, sir. Men so, and how they treat women. Right, so. And as a rapper, okay. <laughs> how convenient. But no, I I do need something to do. I went to the dollar store today. My list had three things on it. I got two of those three things, plus more, way way more. And I was going to Walmart to look for a product for Eric's hair that he asked me to get. And somehow I ended up in the home improvement aisle, picking up window treatments and shit I didn't need. Lip gloss. Um, it's getting crazy she out here. I'm going to lose that, I'm sure. I'm going to lose it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Which makes me, makes me wonder, what's the, she said I got two out of the three. What's the one she forgot? <laughs> like, <laughs> And did she say, "Damn"? Like you know, you know how you know you like told all the shit in the house. Like, damn, right? Yeah, the one thing that you you got mad shit, but you forgot one of the things that were on your main list, and you got all the extra shit. It was batteries. I didn't get batteries. Relax. (laughs) Don't look at me like that. Okay. Yes, I work all day, but goddamn, leave me alone. All right. So my whole thing is, um, while I'm in the house, I went to have my four walls look like something since I am spending a lot of time at home and I get tired of looking at like plain walls because living in an apartment, I just don't really care about the space that much. So I really didn't put much into making it feel like a home. It was more so something to come home, go to sleep, wash up, cook. And now that I'm there, I just want to be able to make it feel like something. So that was my whole goal. Going to the Dollar General. Shout out to the Dollar General. Like, don't go to fucking Ikea. Don't go to Target. Go to the Dollar General. Get your things. I got a bookshelf for $13. Okay, you hear me? Okay. $13. Put it together. One, two, three. They said it was easy. It was actually easy. I'm like Ikea. So um, just just creating that space so that I can feel better while I'm at home. Because yeah. when I came back from Delaware, I kind of felt like that that was home. And it feels like home. I want my apartment or the space that I'm occupying at the time to feel like a home. Yeah, me and Jazz just put a desk together the other day. Yeah. It was lit. Now we got a you know, we got a little home office. It's lit in there. Yes. It's lit. That's what it's about though. You gotta make it feel like something. So that was my my week and how I felt and coming back. And we're just getting better, you know, during this quarantine. It looks like we may be going back under a quarantine. I wouldn't be mad if they did. So you know what that means, baby. What? Send that stimmy. <laughs> you think the second thing is coming? Give me that stimmy. 
I haven't been really keeping up with it because I don't want to get my feelings hurt. But I heard that they extending that un- they they giving the unemployment an extendo clip. <laughs> And I'm with the shit. Send the stimmy. I'm with the shit. Don't rush to go back to work, people. Hang in there. Send the stimmy. Hang I know. in there. And this, is the, this, is the main, this is the main thing the Republicans were talking about. I don't care, I don't care about none of this shit. Jokes, I don't jokes, care about people jokes. being sick. Send the stimmy. Allegedly. allegedly. I don't know. Like, I'm trying to, I want people to think that I'm a black Republican. I ain't. Some days. You never know. You got views. You, got, you might have some views. Can you hear the fan? It feel good though. It's hot as a bitch in North it Carolina. It is. It is. We <laughs> just talk about that. Oh, uh, we rambling. Let's change. Let's change gears for a little bit. Let's change gears. Let's go ahead and jump into our discussion for the week. It's. It feels like <laughs> things are. It's a lot of tension between black people versus everybody else, but it's also some tension with black women and black men. And this isn't something new. This is something that has been going on for a while, especially. And I feel like it gets exposed more when we do have the racial issues in our community with black men getting killed and black women being killed by the police. Um, And just the argument that women stand for black black women stand up for black men more than they stand up for us. And there is going around that black women do not feel protected by anyone. And it's been an ongoing conversation, especially with our rapper from NC, J. Cole, dropping his song. Um, It's been an argument with Breonna Taylor and countless other black women who have lost their lives and just weren't protected. And, you know, not talked about enough and not talked about enough. Their their stories get covered up. We don't really hear about it. People really don't care that much about them. Um, it was an issue when black girls were disappearing and nobody really stood up for that. That kind of just got pushed under the rug. So it's it's a valid feeling. And I just wanted to come in here and address that because it's something that I'm passionate about as a black woman and just occupying this space. So let's go ahead and start off with what it means to protect black women. Because you guys are two men who have black women in your life. You have your mothers, your sisters, um, and your girls, your your women, the ladies of your life. So what does it mean to protect black women to you two? Uh, for me, it essentially feels like to, essentially to, to be present, right? To be uh like not say be around physically but you know just to be able to provide that sense of comfort and i don't want to say security in terms of like providing but just more about that they have like absolute trust in you right and that they believe that if you say you're going to do something you're going to do it like they can just feel completely like they can let their guard down around you and not worry about being hurt physically, emotionally, mentally, so on and so forth. Okay. Uh, let me be honest, bro. I have no idea. I have no answer to this question. I just try my best to treat uh, the women around me as people, not women. So, That's fair. Like, I have no idea. I try to shut up sometimes. <laughs> Just shut up because I don't know. Like, I don't know what it takes. I don't know what it takes to make somebody feel protected. So much less a a woman to feel protected in times. And, you know, like, 
I believe I've never like been like malicious. I might, you know, I might have said a, a slick word of here. I probably, I probably, I've sexualized a woman before. I'll say that I have, but uh, I, I just, I don't know, and so, so I just we, try we, my best. So I feel like I, I want, I want, I want you to expand on. Oh, I mean, I've, you know, like, I mean. Just, just to clarify, you know, like see, you know, see a woman and comment on how she looks and shit like that, you know, okay. you know what I'm saying, shit like that. Objectify, yeah, objectify, you. you know, sexualize her, you know, it's weird, but like I, I don't know, bro. I just, I just try my best to treat the women in my life like people, like just be well, however you would treat people, how you want to be treated. Yeah, it's I mean, also, the golden rule. I, I, I kind of agree with, with easy. Well, not say kind of, but I agree with easy with that in terms of that. We know that there is a, a disparity in different things, right? But I feel like you kind of want to treat, like, kind of just treat people like people. You know what I mean? Like you try to give everybody the benefit of the doubt, which I feel like is like the bigger thing when it comes to, you know, racial inequality. It's just like giving someone the benefit of the doubt. And what that means is in terms of just like making sure, you know, make sure that they, like just because I'm I'm, I'm black and I'm, I'm bigger than you doesn't mean I'm about to rob you. You know what right, I'm saying? Like, right. like, give me the benefit of doubt that I'm not here to do wrongdoing. And I think that's just kind of like the common thing, like, across. I try to do for all people, but, I mean, I, I, I can't say. I hate I how this kind of sounds like uh, all people matter type thing. Yeah, cause, but, but, it's, cause it's not, but it's not, though. But it's, it's not. It's not, though. Yeah, but it's not. It's just, like, I I tend to see my my black my black women as people. It's not just a woman. I don't think I'm better than them because they're women. I don't think I know more. I don't think I I deserve more. I just right. I think. And the thing is, I I've and I recognize the fact that that like women rule everything. Yeah, like you know what I mean, like or for things to like to be good, like a woman has to be like involved in the sense of just the 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 frame of like the 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 way that like particularly black women approach things, like just way more thorough. Then, like, I could be in some cases. Like, right. Sometimes you just, you know, someone's there to just who pays attention and, you know, can see the gaps and help fill that in without, right. without asking. When I feel like maybe we don't do that, right? I feel like black women protect in a sense that it's like, I don't have to be, I don't have to be told to do it. I just know it ain't right and I'm going to do what I need to do to make sure that we make it, you know, we make it right. Yeah, and that's pretty much how we go about things. I I personally look at black women as a symbol of strength. Um, we are able to endure a lot. We we carry a lot on our shoulders on a day to day basis because we are expected to be caretakers. Uh, we're expected to serve. We're expected to do all these things, be mentally available for everybody else, all while keeping a smile on our face. So when I think about protecting black women, I think about standing up for them in situations when they are being disrespected, whether it's by your friend, your father, your cousin. We've all been in situations when there may have been an argument between a man and a woman. And I've seen times where the man just doesn't step, another man in the room doesn't step in and say, yo, 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 chill on the sister. But I also been on the other time on the other end and seen a man stand up and say, hey, like, that's a female you talking to, and seen it escalate to other things. Um, Isn't that problematic? What? What's problematic? I mean, like, 
to to say oh like you're talking to a female like first of all like the fe- like female piece right i know that one. that's that's one thing i don't right? see here's what well, the point is we don't know like we don't know like now and this is perspective right so perspective. you think you think it's problematic for another man to step in when a woman is being disre- disrespected by a man? No, that's not what I said. So you think it's disrespectful for a man to say, Chill on. you're stuck on the female word. That's, that's the So the part. female word can be seen as disrespect to women because that's how people identify animals when they're talking about their sex. So women prefer to be called women. And if I'm that. all with that. But right. most times when you hear it, it's chill on a female or men. I feel like it's still in translation with people adopting calling them women Bro, can, or a woman we could be we could be black in here yo chill on shorty yeah chill on right. shorty chill on chill on chill on mamas okay that feels, that feels better than so female, right? that's what i'm thinking when i say protect women i'm thinking don't in that same sense don't disrespect a woman i don't care how mad you are i don't care if she told you to suck her dick and she don't have one and you you are supposed to be like, y'all, you got it because I'm not going to argue with a woman because I respect you that much. Even though you disrespected me, I respect you enough to take the high road and walk the fuck away. Because at the end of the day, you're a woman. I know how much weight you carry on your shoulder. I know what you go through on a day to day. You make you you rule the world. And in a sense, yes, treat us like a queen. Hold on, I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. My other thing when I say protect women is to be gentle with them. There's no reason for you to be rough with a woman. Some men only protect black women because they like them. That's not fair. That's, That's not fair. Fair. That's fair. I mean, respect every single last black woman and then every other race after that. Um, <laughs> another thing is like, when I say gentle, I mean like hold doors, make sure they get to their car, let them walk on the inside of the sidewalk, uh, check on them, do mental check-ins, call your your girlfriend, your black friend, yo sis, you good? Like how you doing mentally? Just be there and protect black women. Now, Meezy, I've seen you do it recently too, because you you was there. This girl is not somebody that you're dating. It's not somebody that you're with. We were all out. We were at a bar. She was disrespected, and you were the first person to stand up and be like, yo. Chill on Shorty. Humid. Remember? Yeah, I was. I at was, Vintage. I was with the smoke that night. When we was at Vintage. Big smoke. I did. I was, I was with it. That one night. of our girlfriends kept getting tapped in the back, and she's, like, standing up for herself, and Meezy took it upon himself and some of the other guys we were with to, like, stand up and say, yo, like, relax. So that's what I mean when I say protect black women. That's a weird, it's a, the whole thing is a weird slope because I, I feel like, the part that I caught, you know, as a guy, I only caught one part of whatever it said. <laughs> so you stuck on that the, one, the part. one part. Yeah, the one part I'm re- replying to in the text yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> like, it's like you said, you had this whole thing, and right. I, I answered the last question. You brought her exactly. shrimp and lobster. You went home, you fucked her, you sucked her toes. I ain't buy that bitch no shrimp and lobster. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just that one, this one minor detail of it. But it's just like, like, I feel like it's just human nature to react. It, and it doesn't matter, like, who it is. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm in a room. Shorty starts spazzing on me. It is just nature to react. To defend yourself. Yeah. So, it's like, I don't feel like. But that sounds. See, like, even that, it, it feels like, weird. Like, it yeah. feels wild. It's like, bro, there's nothing that you could possibly be in a wrong about. And there's nothing I could do to, like. 
there's no way that I'm quote unquote a victim. Who men? Yes. Like if I, well, if I you say, come I say, in, I, well, I don't want to say black men, but I, I think I, I kind of see where you're going. Like if I say something to you, you get offended, and you go crazy on me. There, there's not like everybody in the room saw that it wasn't that big of a deal, but you took out, you took it, and it's cool. But then when you get disrespectful with me and I get offended, I'm not supposed, I'm not allowed to feel that way because you're a woman. Like it's weird. It's like this weird. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's a a thing to say that you're not heard. I think it's more so saying. Be mindful in the way that you react to a black woman if you're behind the protect black woman train. It's but not saying that your feelings, you can't control the way you react, but you can be mindful in the way that you approach it. But what I'm saying is I can't tell you that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I can't I, say to you, you need that. to react. I can't tell you, you need to watch how you talk to me because mm-hmm. then it seems like I'm being patriot. Like the patriot. Yeah, I can't yeah, like, yeah, like you're patronizing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like so I can never tell you like, that. I, I'm trying to. I'm yeah, trying you to, can't because you can't, to, you can't tell to, women to do anything because <laughs> we run this but, shit. But that's we, exactly but, what it is. But then, but it, it, it comes down to like a common respect, a common respect and, and then reciprocity. Right. Yeah. So it's one of those things like, like the, like you'll like, I'm sure you'll, you'll, you've heard this stuff all the time where it's like, like I said, independent, independent black woman. Right. And I feel like you, you know, you, it's right. You can have your own, you can do all that stuff. Right. But then it's like, I still want you to pay. <laughs> I, right. still want, I still want you to pay the rent. Right. You know, and, and it's, and it's kind of like the, a weird way of, and it's not to say it's wrong, but I feel like we're at a, a weird time where we're transitioning and, like our generation, millennials, like we have been taught stuff from old school and started seeing how the new school is starting to do. Right. But I feel like the people after Gen Z, like our kids, they're going to be in that completely new space where it's like it's not really a conflict because that's just how it's always been. I've always you know I mean? said we're never going to have equality until we get rid of traditionalism. Like I've been taught certain things. Yeah. Like, it ain't like a, it's not, not saying that it's cool and it's right or it's justified. It's just a way, it's a way of the world. Like, I don't think, like, it's crazy that you can call your homegirl a bitch, but if I do it, it's weird. I think it's just a culture amongst black people to use the word like that. I think some black women don't mind being called a bitch by a man. That so now we're getting in like it's not far. yeah so now we're getting into no, the tone it is, it is and some black women who don't mind like the word bitch but i do have some of my homegirls who it's a thing with black women like i think it's a test to your friendship because i've met i i like calling my homegirls bitch i love being able to say bitch guess what or bitch don't you like bitch what do you think you are like i love being able to say that but when you get a new friend like a new black girlfriend all black girls don't go for that shit. They be I have a friend who's like woke as shit and she's not with that bitch conversation. And we had that awkward moment where I was like bitch and she didn't say bitch back and I'm looking at her yes. like so like you you don't do the bitch and it's it's a it's a it's a tricky line to walk on because you can't say that all women enjoyed the word bitch. I I'm one of few. Right. And I've even like now I like Jazz brings it up all the time that I use the word bitch a lot. But it's me but it don't be like in an offensive 
we'll be watching TV, and I'm like, yo, that bitch wild. <laughs> she wild. But then I'm like, oh, shit, I did it again. But it's because, more Because it's a way of identifying genders without saying he or she. Because if you say a nigga, right. nigga That's, is black, it's guy, but it's also it's like, white, yeah. but it's also men, but it's also sometimes yo, that women. that nigga is wild. But it's also, yes. bitch is just bitch. That bitch. So, so it's things that we've learned <laughs> over time that we have not gotten rid of as a society. And it's like, until we can figure out this whole just position of like uh gender roles and shit like that, it's gonna it's gonna take a while for like like, I see why they don't feel like equality. Yeah, unlearn it's going to take a while to unlearn this. And I can see why they don't feel like equals. And In stuff. a sense, yeah. Um, women women get looked at as this soft creature. We can't really do much. We need men. Without men, we can't do anything. And it translates into the workplace, especially for women who are working in a male-dominated environment where they don't trust the things that we do because we're not expected to know these things. Which is And wild. when we're talking equality, we're not necessarily talking about open my door. I still want you to open my door because I'm a woman at the end of the day. What does that I mean? I still want you to pay for my dinner at the end of the day. But I also want to get paid the same amount as a man. I also want to get treated the same way as a man in a workplace. I want to be able to wear a low-cut shirt to an office and not be looked at as fucking meat. I want to be treated equal. I mean, yes. The last one in particular. <laughs> no, I do. The, the last objectifying, I get that. I don't want you guys like, to look at my I tillies. Like, I, I, <laughs> I mean. I've, I've been in the workplace and I The tillies is out. The tillies going. They was going to do that anyway. No, but I've, but no, relax. Like, 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 I've been in workplaces and I've seen like people look at my, my print. <laughs> like, I've been there. You know what I mean? Didn't like it. No, I don't like, I mean, <laughs> they treat you like a piece of meat. Yo, like that's that shit's wild. Like, like you, like when you notice, you like, yo, like I'm like, like yo, relax. Should have left your meat at home, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what? What is you home, bro? No, that's, that's, no, that's what we hear. You should have wore a bigger shirt. But or what I'm saying up. is, it's a whole like thing, and it's not just women. It's it's society. So if I'm looking, if I'm on Instagram and 85% of your pictures, are you at that angle so I see your ass? Cause, because it's part of your brand. And then the one day you decide to come out the house with your ass out and then I ask, like, bro, why you, you ain't got, like, I thought this was what it was for you. Now I seem like the creep, the weirdo, because that's not the type of time you was on the day. You know what I'm saying? Like it's weird. It's like, and then even for guys, well, I mean, like I mean, I, I, feel like I understand. I understand that it's not an invitation. Like it's definitely. Not it's an never. It's never. Yeah. It's and I feel like, at least for me, like it's not an invitation. Like all right, I I get it. like if you're showing your body like on like on the internet and all that stuff like that, cool, right? But I mean, I guess there's like the the fine point that if, like, if you if you show it like at different times and then someone looks right, someone looks like that's like I. That's where the the confusion part. Cause yeah, it's like, it's like impulse almost. Like for some people, it's just like, all right, I'm gonna look you in the face. Like, you know what I mean? Like, or whatever the case might be. I feel like seeing it on your timeline all the time. It just it's kind of like okay, 
Um, I see ass and titties. So this is what I'm going to expect when I see women out in the real world. I'm going to expect to see ass and titties. I think the issue comes when you don't separate those two. Like when you just see that on Instagram and you think that's how every woman is and you treat every woman based off of the shit that you see on Instagram. True, but I still want to know if Meg had on panties under that blue dress. And I do too. I do too. <laughs> like I feel um, like that's just a valid question. I do too. Like with her persona, why would I take Meg the Stallion serious as a rapper? Only because she's a woman. That's the only reason. And is it because what I'm saying is from the looks of it, I would be like, damn, all Meg do is twerk. I don't want to hear music from a motherfucker that just twerk. You know what I'm saying? But me asking, like, oh, well, damn, the music is good. The music is about scamming niggas, uh, popping pussy. Regardless, whatever she wants to rap out, it's fine. But when I go in my mind and process that, now I'm like, what if she had no panties under that? <laughs> like, just because it's also part of her brand. Like, but you have to think about the rap industry. Rap's and- wild. And what you have to do as a woman to get attention in that industry. It's been set up in a way where you had the little Kims busting her coochie open at like 15 on the front of that album cover. Which is nasty because a nigga was writing those raps. Oh, yeah, that's very nasty. (laughs) Or you have the Foxies who was skipping high school to go hang out with Jay-Z. Or you have like all the other girls, countless girls, Nicki Minaj out here uh, talk about she's bi. Let me sign your titties and all that stuff. So in order, I feel like in order to be a successful, and I hate to say it like this, but in order to be a successful female rapper, you have to give a little bit of sex. Nobody talks about Rhapsody. Is she sexy? Hmm. I mean, I don't really listen to music like that anymore unless it just kind of comes across. But what I else? Just, like, there's people who, who are of her caliber that I... Like, I, think, I haven't listened to her stuff. What happened or, to T.R. Wack? I think, I think what happens is, but I don't think that's gender based that we're being here because the same way we don't talk about guys that really rap like Black Thought, right. we don't stick those guys. I think it's just whatever your content. Yeah, is. it's a different thing for men too. You guys have to kind of show some level of ratchetness or some, some kind type of gimmick, of gangster yeah, like, storyline, but. Right now, as we focus on women, in order to get somewhere in the industry, you kind of have to show a little ass, shake a little tit. But I think that's because that is a reflection. These girls is on their stories. Regular people on their stories, loving what I the mean, city but, girls I mean, represent. But you're not gonna see. You're not gonna see someone in a turtleneck talking about pop that pop that coochie. <laughs> Simone does it all the time. <laughs> she does. <laughs> she does. Leave her alone. I'm protect. Leave her alone. Oh my fault. Yeah. Stop Both making fun of her. Okay. No, you too. Oh. <laughs> But, like, it is a. I feel like we've gotten to a point where art is imitating life now. Very much so. Especially like with us not being able to go anywhere. So then it brings up this whole, the whole, you know, we went through that whole year of what is Hot Girl Summer. And Hot Girl Summer is just women doing what men do and being allowed to do what men do. So when it becomes this thing of man versus woman, then that's where the clash comes. It's like, okay, future might be toxic, but Meg scamming a nigga for his money is just as toxic. Like, you know what I'm saying? And so it's this weird, like, like we always find a way to try to one-up each other. 
And I don't know what it is. I don't I don't know if it's because society has us thinking that men are this superior thing. And even if you want to get to the biblical place of it, like Adam was not he was about to listen to God. Adam was like, yo, he said, like, nah, we can't do this. But because Adam knew that was his woman, and she was like, nah, this shit cool. And he did it with her. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Are you saying Adam was the first ride to die? No, Adam was the first simp, nigga. Are you saying Adam was pussy whipped or? Adam wanted some of that thing. (laughs) With that thing. So he had to do, he had to, he had to play the play. He seen that thing was twinkling in that light. He you know said, what I'm saying? Oh, you want me to do what? He didn't realize she was naked. He saw her as a person. Mm-hmm. But then they ate the apple. He was like, oh, mm. she got that ass on her. That's nigga preaching. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we have like, like, grown from this, this whole thing of, like, even like the way we see a relationship. Sometimes he might want you to protect him. When when his order ain't right, what you supposed you supposed to step in and be like, nah, fam, he ordered this steak medium well, this well is fucked. Or if we out with friends and one of my friends start talking crazy to him, he gonna be looking at me like, yo, you gonna check this bitch? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I feel like we've gotten, I think we don't like. I think everything is like, uh, like time, like it just happens at a time, like you can remember. To like do shit. It's like, ah, damn, I wasn't even thinking. Like, she felt a type of way I should have been there to protect her. Or like, oh, these niggas is harassing this girl. It ain't none of my business, but I guess I should step in just because. And then you fuck around and be jumped. And then it was, it was like weird. Like, I, I don't like- want to put myself in harm's way, but I know that's not right. It's something we all have to learn to do, especially as a culture. Um, just being more aware of what black women need and the other women after that as far as protection because but i don't is that is that like a blanket thing what do you mean like there's not like one way to protect all black women it's multiple it it is one way to protect like it's not like hey we all in the world know that the red light on the street light means stop yeah there is no like hey in there's no like playbook it's there's a behavior no, like, that you have to learn because naturally you're going to want to ignore yourself ignore or mind your business if you're out in public and you see a black woman being disrespected or being um like street cat called when she's walking down the street i think you have to use your common sense there because if you're in a certain area and it's just you by your lonely <laughs> And it's 12 of them niggas. Like you just said, you don't want to be the ones that, hey, guys, uh, cut that out right now. But <laughs> you still want to, like, think about maybe I should jump in. And like I said, it's a learned behavior. You have to figure out, like, where you can do it. But always keep in mind that you should be doing it. Facts. So it's like, do it, but be safe. Do yeah, be, be safe. Don't. I mean, I would love for you to put your life on the line for me. That's just myself personally. But I speak for Rez, not for all the women in the world. But I'm sure all the other black women in the world feel that way. Um, But not only just with strangers, but mostly with your friends. Because we've seen incidents um, this year with um, like women coming out and speaking, especially on Twitter, about people who sexually assaulted them. And everybody's saying, if I'm following your sexual assaulter, let me know 
so that I can unfollow them. And in a sense, it's just an unfollow, but it's also holding that person accountable for the stuff that they did to that woman. Is it? And if you have a friend that's doing rapey shit, like, check him. How do I know? Like, here's the thing. I don't, like, I choose personally not to know about all of your conquests. Here's an example. Positive or negative. Like, I don't, I make it a thing not to ask, yo, did you hit shorty? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't need, I don't care. I don't need to know that. That's y'all business. But my thing is, if you do know it and you and you realize that it's wrong, say something. It's not your business to go digging and saying, yo, let me see that little girl ID. How old <laughs> like, is she? Is she, it, you say you picked her up from where? High school. Nah, like, it's not your job to check every girl ID or give every girl a sobriety check. But if you are there and you see it, say something. That's it. I was confused. I was lost for a second. I'm lost. I'm back. I'm back. I was was, like, it's not, I don't know. Like, I don't even know. Like, you might know her for real, and this might be what y'all do. Like, y'all might only link on a drunk night. And I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think it's, maybe it's not right. But if, like, who am I to be like, nah, bro, I don't think tonight's the night to do that. Because once we leave each other, you're probably going to do this shit anyway. That's why I'm saying. It's a learned behavior. Just do it. Like, do it in the times where you feel like you should do it. But like, I feel like, the times. but I feel like, which is my point. Like, that's where I was about to go. Mm-hmm. Where do you learn this from? Like, it ain't a, a, ain't a it ain't like <laughs> somebody wrote a book so, about it. Sorry, no name. I, that book's not in your book club. I, I didn't see that one there. Are we going here? But, uh, like, where, <laughs> like, where is the, like, the tools and the tips. I think it starts by listening to the things that we're saying as black women. Um, we we come out and we say, I felt this way when I went to the dollar store with this dress on and somebody said, yo, that ass is wiggling. And you hear that, you understand how it made me feel when somebody said that to me. I don't know if you were there, but I was at a bar the other day or when the world was open. It was the other day. And some guy like walked past me and he was like, damn, you got some big ass titties. And I was like humiliated <laughs> to the Sorry. point where I had I had to go home. But like he thought that that shit was OK. See, now now you brought this up. I was there. This happened because she went to the bathroom. Right. And I was at the front of the bar and she just told me that she was ready to go. Didn't say that this happened. Because we talked about it when we, when we left, right? And like that's that's the that's the thing, right? Yeah. It's like like all right, it'd be different, you know. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just like the weird thing, because like like I, I'm I can only go through what was in your head. Like you said, you were humiliated. You just wanted to leave. I get that. That was protecting you in that moment, right? But why is if you would have told me, and then I would have went to him. Then you know what I'm saying? Like, then she stops you from fighting a dude because she don't want to see you, and so it's like this weird thing. Yeah, I didn't like, want it to go that far. So I don't know what. I guess just getting you out of there is the best way to yeah. protect you in that situation. That's what I wanted. I didn't want. I don't want you to go up to a guy in a bar where everybody's drunk and say, "Yo, bitch, you told my girl she got some big ass titties." Because in fact, I do have big ass titties. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> The point is that I don't want you I don't want that to turn into a fight because I have to protect you and everything you have going on too. So in that instance, in my mind, my my best thing to do was to get the fuck out of there because it was uncomfortable. But then I mean I feel I mean, like part can, of can we, 
Can we explore the? I feel like loving, like part of loving your woman is like being willing to risk it all for her. So that's what I'm saying. Like you have to be able to listen to what we're saying to understand where you can step in and protect us. See, okay. I I just feel like I just knew that I had so like you know what I mean like in the in that situation. It's not that I I wanted to say yeah I wanted to find the guy and punch him in the face. It's not saying that whatever like. But the the fact that that was taken away from me, like, I just felt some type of way. Like, I wasn't mad or anything like that, but I'm just like, yo, like, I just, like, yo, I felt disrespected because you felt disrespected. Because that was the time that he could have stepped in and told dude that's not the right thing to do. But you, you deprived him of that. Yeah. So there was a learning opportunity missed because of that. And it's not me, like, talking patronizing. I'm just saying, like, like I don't like the other day, girl put a post on Twitter. It literally says, "Tell uh, show a black woman that she's loved today," and I just asked how, like because there's not a blanket way to do this. Yes. So she was like, "Why are you trolling me right now?" And I said, "Nah, this is not a troll. This is a, a blanket. It's not a blanket thing you can do." And then she goes, "Well, it's not rocket science. You can do it by showing her." You know, she's appreciated, she's heard, she's seen. And I'm like, bro, I felt patronized that you had to say it to me. Like, you had to talk down to me about it. And I said it. And then I'm like, me and Jazz spent the entire day talking about this. And I'm like, bro, but at what point do I get to defend myself? Like, you don't have to talk down to me. Just answer my question. Right. But apparently... They ain't raising no nigga. They not teaching no man. They not doing none of this. So a nigga that ain't never learned or knew how to love or, or show or love or how to, to listen or how to like. Or was open to, was actually open to actually learn something or to try to, to change. He just supposed to be out here on his ass. Right. Or he has to know how to read, which J. Cole doesn't know how to do. I feel, read. I felt like you swept right by that. that like, was, that read. It's really a moment for you to address that. <laughs> like, read. I'm supposed to read what? Shit from a, beside, from, from a woman's perspective who has felt hurt before. I just, I, <laughs> like, I see both sides. I understand that. I think it comes from a place of us being tired as black women. We... Not every black woman, but majority of us has spent a good amount of our time teaching a man how to do something, showing a man the way, giving our emotional support just to be shitted on. And it's gotten to the point where everybody is voicing their opinion on that. And we're kind of tired. Like we're tired of being the person that's supposed to teach, educate, know all, serve, cater, make sure you're good, all while smiling and just being this woman with this big bosom that just takes everybody in and hugs them and nurtures them. Not That's not my job. But I would say, I would argue the fact that the same way if you're in a relationship with somebody, right, and I would probably say, what's your love language? You're not going to tell me, yo, figure it out. But that girl... Well, I'm saying... Okay, that's different want, because Mizi's not in a relationship with that girl on Twitter. And hold on. Tones can't be read on Twitter. So she may have thought that he was being sarcastic because he just said one word, how, and she could have just read that and been like, oh, no, this nigga, da 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 and then had to type what she had to say, but that's Twitter. Like, I'm sure if you would have said... For the record, Jazz agreed with her. Oh, yeah. So when we had the conversation, 
Jazz agreed with the girl. Mm -hmm. It's not rocket science. But what does that mean? You telling me that in that tone, there's no way to misinterpret. Nigga, it's not rocket science. Or it's not rocket science. Like you, you're you're talking down on me. <laughs> like, but you don't have to do that because when I'm dumb, I'm supposed to be asking questions, which is what I'm doing. <laughs> My whole thing for her, she's not obligated to teach you anything or tell you anything. She said what she said. That was her tweet, and you know how Twitter gives it up. But I mean, but I'm saying like minus Twitter. So when niggas like, this, this happen, yeah. that, that that happens in real life too. Yeah, outside of Twitter, outside of social media. I don't think it happened. Like in our, I feel like our community of friends is a safe space. If you would have said that, and we was face to face drinking beer with people, the reaction but, probably would have been different. It depends right? on who the people are, but, uh, because I, some women like, would have taken that as like, "Nigga, what are you talking about?" But I mean, but that's not life though. Life is not how we act. That, this is just a microcosm of what it could. You know what I'm saying? Different possibilities. The fact that everything is not absolute. So the fact is, like, how can someone feel comfortable to try to learn or to try to say, hey, like, I really want to know how, right? How can I say this without not feeling like like I'm going to be, like, shunned, right? Because then now I, the opportunity that I was actually open to actually learn something and to actually change, I might not want to do it no more because it's like every time I, every time I, I try to extend myself, you kind of get popped in the mouth. Like, nah, back up. You know what I mean? And then, then what? It's kind of like with the race situation, with white people because you guys are going through this too and racism it up? It, no it's literally like that it's like what women are saying we're being mistreated we've been molested we get abused we don't get paid right we did the, 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 the list goes on and on and on and we turn around and we look at men and their response is how or why and it's like you have all the same resources. You have women in your life that you can ask these questions that are there to help you, your spouse, your mother, your sister, whatever, whatever. A boatload of people. But you want to, it's just like, you have to think about the way black people are tired of white people acting ignorant about the stuff. That's how black women feel when you guys are like, well, what do you mean protect black women? Or what do you mean show them love? Or how do I do that? Like, no, so I mean, so you have feel, to think about, like, we're tired. shit feel real. And I don't even care if this I cancel Meezy for this. Oh the gosh. shit feel real fucking selfish, especially when you see a woman say some shit like, "I did all this for him, for him to go be with somebody else." Mm-hmm. Like, not the fact that you just taught a man some shit he never knew. It's the fact that you taught him all of this shit to go be somewhere else, and I go do it for somebody else. And it's like this whole thing of like, yo, I am. I feel like as a society, we should just see, want to see people be the best people they can be, mm-hmm. regardless of who they are. But it's like, bro, as a community, if it's not self-serving, we don't give a fuck. I think that's the best way to do it. I say it all the time. Be selfish. Worry about yourself. <laughs> like, I don't think it's nothing wrong with being selfish. I say put yourself first. That way you can know how to treat other people. I'm selfish. I don't care. I'll admit it. And I want everybody I'm around to be selfish. But that don't that's but then that's where this is where dynamics don't work. If I decide today, hey, I don't feel like coming to record TA, right? And then you ask me like, bro, what's going on? Like, why you don't want to record today? And I just say I don't feel like it. I don't owe you an explanation. Like I just have to inform you. All I have to do is inform you. 
So then regardless of how selfish it is for me and me protecting me, you're not going to see it that way. You're not going to see it as me like doing something for me. You're just going to be like, this nigga ruined the entire plan that we had today. Now we got to figure out something new. But it's just like, bro, I wanted to take care of myself and nobody ever sees it like that from the outside. It's just in the moment, it's like he, he, he's been an ass. Yep. And he don't have to, like, for nothing. And it's like, no, bro, I wanted to protect my, I'm like, being selfish. Well, I'm protecting my peace. I think that's the new way to say, fuck y'all. <laughs> I'm self-caring. That's protecting crazy. Protecting my peace. It's crazy. And then it When comes... your friends want to know why you ain't show up, hey, not tonight. Protecting my peace. See? I don't, see, I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. Because I don't know what you're going through mentally. And it, it does take a lot to come here every week. You know, outside of TA, but to do certain things and activities when you have a lot weighing on your heart. So that's why I say it's nothing wrong with putting yourself first. I think that's how you should live your life. And it be blowing my mind. But everybody doesn't see it that way. It be blowing my mind that for some reason, the conversation between black men and black women is that black men can never say anything to black women, regardless of if they in the right or in the wrong. There is not a place... I ask, and I still don't know the answer. When is there a time to tell her, shorty, you're wilding? I would love to say that there is a time. I would love to say that there is a way to do it. However, I'd be lying. (laughs) You're never going to be able to tell. I mean, it's a reach saying never because I've had had, um, E pull me up and say, hey, you got to (laughs) relax. And I think it's it's more about knowing your place because as a stranger or as somebody that you just see at a bar, telling a woman to re- relax is only going to make her worse. So if it's a woman that you're close to, I think it, it goes based off of your relationship with her and the way that you say it. Because saying that you're never allowed to say that you're wild and will be wrong because you have to hold the people that you're around accountable. I don't think, and then that's what, then that's what becomes where, uh, am I, am I telling her what to do or am I holding her accountable? It comes into play. And we've saw how the no name and J. Cole thing played out. You can, with, the whole situation is people were trying to point fingers at who was in the wrong versus finding a solution to what just happened. If no name felt like, the top rappers are going platinum by using black people's plight, but yet they won't send a tweet out. That's fine. But as we you don't seen, have to direct it at somebody because uh, we all know there's not that many rappers going platinum and there's not that many people talking about black people's plight. So when you put that combination together, you're specifically talking about two rappers major. Because I don't think Drake talks about people's plight other than his own. So light skin plight, if you <laughs> single bachelor light right. skin plight. plight. But so when you say black people's My plight, he wasn't there, but he was really there. Plight. <laughs> so when you talk about black people's plight to go platinum, you're talking about Kendrick and J Cole. So it's and then allegedly. it's allegedly allegedly. So then I feel like it's fine for me to go wait. Like, you don't have to do all of that. Instead of doing that, you could have blank. And I feel like that's all J. Cole did was say, instead of doing that, you could have did this because 
I'm not this kind of person. Like, I'm not the person that claims I know everything as everybody says I do. If you have all this information, why don't you just share it instead of talking down to me? Because it's not her job. It's it's not her job. <laughs> but hold on. I will say. No. Like, you know, like, like. I feel like I feel like you're kind of leaning right into what what we're what we're saying. J. Cole, I'm asking you to teach me. It, you don't want to teach me, but you would rather tell me how shitty of a job I'm doing. It's and like we, me and, and my mom got into this argument the other day. It's not. She asked me to do something and then didn't like the way that I did it. And I'm like, if you didn't, if you wanted it done a certain way, why don't you just do it? Why are you Why are you asking me to do something? Just do it. Like, you ain't got to involve me in what you want be done. <laughs> like, Or you can tell me exactly how you want it done. J. Cole didn't read the room. This was a terrible time to make what sounds like a diss record towards a black woman. But who it's was okay out for her to make a black, a black tweet, a diss tweet at a black man during the time and just divide us even further. It's, it's, not, it's not okay. But... It's just not, we're screaming protect black women and you make a song about a black woman who didn't take the time to teach you individually how to be an activist. We're not asking her to teach us individually. We're asking her to tell us as a group what you want us to do. But isn't that what she's been doing? No, she just said these niggas out here selling music and making millions off of plight but won't tweet for us. So has she been talking, using her platform to tell people where to go, what to do, and what, how to do it? So what do that got to do with me? How you That don't have shit to do with me. Like, just because I ain't tweeting, but I will go to Fayetteville, where I don't even live, and walk the streets with the people. Mm-hmm. And go do that shit, the protest that you've been telling everybody we need to go do. I've been doing that. And everybody has this whole narrative about J. Cole. It's not about the situation. It's the fact that J. Cole said something to a woman. Because at times, J. Cole has been very misogynistic. He's been very toxic. So, hey, let's. There's another case of a man telling a woman what to do. And it's like, no, bro, I just felt a type of way about how you feel about me. For no reason. But why couldn't he pull her to the side and talk to her about this? Why did it have the to same be a reason, song? Same reason she put it on the timeline that people follow. But he could have addressed it on the timeline as well. She could have did the same. Instead What's the difference? Put, it, don't, it don't make it right how you do it, regardless. I just don't. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I felt like she was already doing enough for us. And he's kind of like, no, like, teach me. Read me See, your book. But, I mean, but the thing is, so if I don't know what I don't know what he was doing i don't know what she's been doing right so i've you know i'm like i'm not on twitter like that so like i kind of catching it second third third hand but what happens if he was given given money like we don't know what was happening up to that point i feel like just because he didn't broadcast it it's like how and that could be for anybody that can be for any celebrity that you know that has that has a, a platform like what's who's to say that like we don't like just because we don't put it on front street that it's not happening. I think it's further making her tweet correct because he felt like it was directed towards him, so he felt the need to respond. She never said that it was towards him, did she? No. Just because you subliminally like I can figure out when if you came in here and said that nigga that eat chicken wings all the time, just be in here talking wild. Like how am I like not to everybody in the room probably eat chicken wings. 
But when you say that nigga, it's very specific. Like mm-hmm. we, I know who you talk about. <laughs> and I have a place to respond and be like, bro, you gotta, you don't have to talk to me like that. And then you know, we even had the conversation with our friends, and you know, we asked them to sit, we asked them to talk to us and tell us how they feel because I didn't see what J Cole did wrong, and they clearly felt the type of way about J Cole and what he said. Yeah, and our friends were very active on this conversation about J. Cole. Um, and I feel like they will be able to kind of explain it in a way that we all understand it because I'm on the opposite end and I understand where No Name was coming from. And I don't understand. I don't like the way J. Cole handled it. So I think it was best to just find somebody to Tell us what happened, and then we can take it from there, right? Yeah. So we got Doctors Livingston. They're both doctors. Both doctors. Dope. Black they family. Live, they live in Winston-Salem. Two black married doctors. Family. Family, moms, dads. Beautiful. Husband, wives. Right. Doctors. So we have them here to um, explain their thoughts on the J. Cole situation. masculinity today yeah um so in 2009 he had the song dreams in which he rapped about killing his love interest's boyfriend so he could get at her which as a woman is terrifying toxic masculinity um 2014 he had uh no role models no role models Um, yeah 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 chorus love that song by the way (laughs) la sisters versus la hoes lames don't know the difference don't save her don't save her toxic masculinity um and then to understand that because hoes can be saved too so he pivoted and did the tired rap trope of releasing that album for your eyes only because he had a wife and a daughter. So now he's able to see women as people because he has a daughter. Yeah. And Which is a part of the long history as you see male rappers participating in Nas being one of them. But I think one of the things that particularly disappointed me about this situation as an educator myself, um, when I look at Cole, who is a college educated rapper, right? Like Magna he, cum laude. Yeah. He is one of these folks who did not use his privilege to um, his advantage. He didn't take advantage of the resources at his disposal. Bragged um, about not reading. <laughs> yeah, he sort of doubled down on that in a moment where there's plenty of topics that are worthy of his attention. He decided to direct his angst at a black woman in a moment where we need to be um, uplifting and supporting the work that black women are doing. And people say that part right there. Now I get it. I definitely get it. Hold on. There's more. She mentioned him first, but I think her tweet was more general. And I didn't even really think of him when I saw it at all. But he took it personally and came at her directly, which is another, you know, didn't really sit well with us. Yeah. So so in all, we just want to hold uh, Sir Jermaine accountable. We don't think he's the worst. Facts. I don't. He doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) But thanks for listening, family. Peace and love. So there you have it. And it just goes back to my point. At no point while we while we spoke with them did we address no name because she did no wrong here at all. I think as somebody who has been trying to be active in everything that we're doing, it does get frustrating when you kind of you're out there and you're marching and you're putting your life on the line and you're advocating, you're telling everybody, you know, at the top of your lungs, black lives matter. And then you turn around and you see people using that movement to capitalize off of it, but they're not actually doing the groundwork. That's frustrating. And it's not to say that she was only talking to Cole. She could have been talking to 
other rappers who because there are a lot of other rappers coming out saying do this do this brianna taylor that um and they're not really being proactive in the movement so i'm just saying she could have been talking to anybody and she has the right to be frustrated in this moment but he took it in a time where we're saying protect black women, uplift black women, love a black woman today, he took the time out of his day instead of doing that and being proactive to make a song saying, why are you mad at me for not reading? I just want to know. It doesn't matter. And I also think the other thing is not the, uh, is not in cancel me for this attend, hit the button. Uh, Hit the button. At some point, we need to look into the dynamic of black women protecting other black women. Oh, because we don't, we don't, we we rarely get to hear about uh the uh the fact that uh don't nobody ever talk about how black women don't protect black women. Can we finish our breakfast first? I um, mean, we talk we talk about men today. I mean, uh, let's I'm fin- just saying, let's, bro. Let's finish our breakfast. Because no name is out of here and all she had to do was we say he's... He, who, her whose name should not be mentioned. On Beyonce's Twitter on account. Level, on on Beyonce's internet, <laughs> in Beyonce's world, Which she said... contradicts exactly what, what, what is being pushed. Yeah, because she's putting two women against each other. When you have to put one black woman down in order to praise one another one up. And I, I think, to be honest, I'm, I'm just going to jump out here. I think it's kind of given the climate. Oh, you out here with me. On, you, ready to, right? you ready to jump? Not really. I think, you better I, sit. No, I think it's cancel culture. Get your head back in this window. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I honestly believe it's cancel culture. Like, like we're, we're in a place where like social media has placed us in a thing where it's like, I have to win. Like, I agree. You know, there's like someone has to lose in any type of interaction. I agree. And I think it what what's happening is that we're not giving each other the benefit of the doubt anymore, mm-hmm. right? Because it's like someone doesn't want to be the one who looks like the fool, mm-hmm. and it really and, it, and I feel like it's it's kind of tearing us apart a little bit because it's like not every because we, oh, we always say that not everyone is this way, but then we treat each other like they're everyone else, mm-hmm. and they never give them a chance to actually show their true intentions rather than. So you know what, I shouldn't like no, I shouldn't have to do this for you because then what will happen? The same thing, even if it's not black woman versus like you know black men, black woman and black men, black woman, black men. What happens if it's a different subject, right? We talk about defund the police. You hear that being thrown around. If someone is not paying attention and someone says, "What does defund the police mean?" right, and someone generally wants to know. Right, you're gonna say, "Yo, read the room." Like, da da da. Like, I'm like, no, go do your research. Yeah, Look yeah, up yeah. what the word "defund" means. It's all over the internet. Go look it up. The fuck is a hashtag? Click it. But there is plenty of times, like in, in numerous different occasions, that 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 even if it's not, it's something as serious as defund the police or as protect black women. That if if you're gonna tell me to do my research with one, do your research with it all of it. Yeah, because it should because like you know what I mean like don't pick and choose. Yeah, so that's two different. So conversations. stop asking me for links to shit. <laughs> Shut up. Stop asking for. <laughs> so stop asking me for uh, passwords for streaming services. No, do your own shit. Do your own shit. Do your own shit. No, but that's two. That's two separate conversations because you brought in cancel culture with the culture of saying do your research and that's two separate things i agree with cancel culture sometimes people jump out the window and they say some crazy shit and instead of taking the time well i kind of see how they relate now (laughs) instead of taking the time to say 
hey, uh, you said this wrong because of X, Y, Z, people just be like, fuck you. But I think that goes along with us being frustrated. I'm tired and you can't be this stupid. So, I, come on. Yes, I can. I with, know, but, but how are you not? When we get frustrated. <laughs> we're you tired. Can, we you can, can hold a college-educated motherfucker as somebody who's smart, but a motherfucker who dumb can't show that they dumb and then ask for help. <laughs> By being uh, dumb? I, I don't even want to say dumb. It's just like well, uninformed. And uninformed. Like yeah, uninformed. uninformed. I'm sorry. Or, 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 you know, like, even ignorant. I'll even give you ignorant. Right. But I mean, well, ignorant has a negative count too. But let's is. say uninformed. Uninformed, yeah. Right. Like, it's like, how, how, can we, how can we collectively better ourselves if we always kind of say, yo, when, whenever you make it up to your level, right, why, why, am I, why am I expected? You know, why is a black person who reaches a certain level always like obligated? To reach back and bring the next person up, right? Mm-hmm. Because if we kept that same energy, then that person is wrong too, right? Because like, person? so say if that person that who has reached a certain level of success and doesn't reach back to uplift their community, they would be wrong. But the thing is, you know, and, and that's and that's in terms of a monetary standpoint. Because it's like I went through the same thing. Do your research. I didn't just. I didn't just. It just didn't you, pop yeah. up. It just didn't pop up for me. You know what I mean? Like and things. But that person who was up above. Who's not as as oppressed would be wrong, but the thing, the same thing when we're just saying just share knowledge. I'm not saying, and this is not about no name and J Cole at all. Like I'm saying, throw that away now. I'm just talking about just in general, like the ability to to give each other the benefit of the doubt that I am not trying to. I'm not trying to troll you first. I'm not trying. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I think l- allow me to expose my ex my 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 true intentions before you just say, you know what. Get out of my face. The difference in that is that you're talking about from a business aspect. This is something something that somebody is doing in their business as opposed to something being a social issue. But so, I'm but, as but, but, a but, social black but, but, women. But the, the economics <laughs> of the black community is a social issue. I, okay, so the thing is, like, you're more emotionally tied to the stuff that's going on that directly affects you as opposed to sharing your business and how you got to where you're at with your business. No, I don't, I don't, I don't agree. Well, that's where that's how I look at it. I'm more emotionally and um, tied to being a black woman and being black in general. So when I when I when I hear people say, um, "Why are black women upset? Why are they mad? How can I do X, Y, Z?" I get upset because I feel like you should know this. As opposed to if somebody comes and asks me, "How do you do a podcast?" or "How should I run my Instagram page?" or "What should I post?" I'm more likely to help you with that because yeah, it's some things that I can. What's the difference? It's a difference for me. No, it's not because, because I'm, I'm asking you for the information because you have it. If I say, Rez, who taught you how to love? You have the information. Why do I need to go look it up? I am looking it up because I'm asking you. I'm asking somebody who knows because they have the information. Why do I need to go somewhere and do it separately? I feel like you're allowed to come to me with those questions because you're like my brother. I think the issue comes when you're going to a stranger. <laughs> But obviously, but see, then we don't take into the vulnerability of going to a stranger. I think the next time somebody asks you a question that you feel like you think they should know, tell them to listen to Sexually Active Podcast because we clearly have the energy to go back and forth with each other for you guys to listen and then teach your friends. If somebody's coming to you and they're like, I don't understand why Tiffany was mad about postpartum depression. Go listen to episode, what was that, 113. 113. Okay? Just go start referring people to podcasts because everybody don't like the read in J. Cole's instance, but we're here for you guys so you can listen. <laughs> and the crazy shit is, <laughs> obviously J. Cole did read because he read her tweet. 
Mm-hmm. That's the point. <laughs> All right, that's that's a smart ass move right there. <laughs> like you're being a smart ass. <laughs> All right, guys, this was this was a lot. Let's go ahead and take a break and come back with our final thoughts. So we're back. I feel like a lot of things were said, and there are a lot of feelings still left on the table. I want to go around and kind of share some things that you kind of learned from this conversation, or something that you're taking away from the conversation. All right, so I think what I've learned about this is that uh, we are at a place where we're at a very heightened state and a very highly defensive state. And what I'm saying is not absolute, right? I think that like the, the plight of the black woman, the plight of black people, the plight of black men are real things, right? And in this particular case. So I'm not trying to make a blanket statement, but I feel like that we're at a point where we are not we're looking at things at face value and not seeing what the intention is right and the thing is i feel like that there might be somebody who's listened to this today right and has thought that me and Meezy might have been just out of the window and just not necessarily like just being problematic or we're just you know you know this that and the third being men say it right or men being we're men. just men being men and we'll never understand we're stupid and we're dumb i just think that giving someone the benefit of the doubt to just to actually explore their thoughts, right? And to look at the intention behind it and not necessarily how you interpret it. Because just the same way that you're going to tell me like, hey, like, why didn't, why didn't you ask me what I meant by that? It's the same way why you're saying like, why didn't you just completely tell somebody what you meant in the first place? And that's it for me. What do you have, Muzi? Number one, I want us to get rid of the fucking phrase, read the room. Mm-hmm. Because we all ain't in the same goddamn room. Number one, same house Not even the same house, fam. We're complete. We all looking in through the windows, and especially we during COVID nineteen. And we can see what we can see. If I can only see the kitchen, and you see the living room, we not in the same room. We not in the same house. It's perspective, man. It's all perspective, fam. And I feel like we instead of instead of making this a place where it's where it's selfish. I feel like we should like find a way to make this more communal. I feel like like we all it's crazy how we can all come together when it bec- when it's about shit that black people enjoy. We all know what kind, we all know what niggas is going to wear to brunch. We all know what songs need to be played at the cookout. We all know everything that happened at grandmama's house when you was with your cousins. Same shit happened. We all live the exact same life. But then it's somehow we find a way to distance ourselves when real shit come. So I feel like we need to get to a place where we understand, like, bro, no, stop talking to her like that. Ma'am, you are, he is not doing anything wrong to you, and we all saw him not do anything. You are overreacting, and it's a, I don't, it's not, a, you feel how you feel, and it's okay. But here's how we think we see an issue. It's okay to talk to people. Like, you don't have to shut down. Like, just talk to people and get everybody's perspective. And then, who knows? It might turn into a learning a learning situation. That somebody learns something from this situation. And I think we just need to be open to teaching and open to being, and to, and to being taught. Like, it's just something as simple as that, bro. I don't know how to love jazz properly. I don't know how to love my mom properly. But in order to do so, I have to ask the people who know best. 
the black women. I have to ask that. And they have to be willing to teach me what I'm asking. They don't have to be willing to do anything. But I understand where you're coming from. (laughs) I take away from this. Sorry if I cut you off. I was done, yeah. Okay. Um... I was gonna say Nah, you was wild and I went fit <laughs> See? See how that see how that could come off? <laughs> now now I'm like being derogatory. Nah. <laughs> Yo, you're a freak. <laughs> Yo, we play too much. Here I go. Oh my god. <laughs> like, see? Like now you feel offended. You protect me. <laughs> no, honestly, I took away from this conversation that we do have to be gentle with each other. And that's one thing that I kinda took away from a lot of the conversations that I had throughout this time, not just with you guys, but with some of my friends back home and just being able to see things from different viewpoints and understand that everybody isn't in the same room and we can't be rough with each other because everybody is being rough with it, with us. So in the moments where somebody is coming to you and they don't know something, I understand that we're frustrated. I understand that we're upset. We we don't have to, but it would be great practice if we did take some time and just have a conversation with them. However, me being someone who is very empathetic and I feel like I take on other people's energies and their problems, it's draining for me to have these conversations with people because it turns into a back and forth about why they're right or why I'm wrong. And it's draining. Like I literally walked away from a conversation couple weeks ago because I just literally could not take it like I'm exhausted having this conversation and then you have to imagine having that conversation over and over and over and over and arguing the same thing over and over and over and feeling like nobody is hearing you so in the same sense you're asking somebody to teach you think about are you really ready to learn are you ready to debate them because they can be ready to tell you something but if you're not willing to accept it it turns into an argument and it's draining for the person that's trying to teach you same way that you would do in a classroom. Like when a teacher is trying to teach you, they'll talk, 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 talk. You got any questions? They'll give you an activity, learn it. But it's not open for a debate in the classroom, especially um, high school, whatever, college. Um, also, in the meantime, in between time, get yourself a social justice buddy. This buddy will be somebody that you have those conversations with. So if you are somebody who is educated in this, you grab yourself a little friend who don't know much and you send them something every day. Hey, boo, take a look at this. Hey, I don't have time to talk today, but take a look at this and we're going to report back. With their permission. With their permission. You, you find yourself a buddy. Hey, do you mind if I tag along with you on this learning journey? Let me know. You start sending me shit like that? <laughs> Swipe through. But that I, that's my two... My two points, just be gentle with your people, but also find yourself one person so that you can take the weight off of everybody else and dedicate your learning and teaching with that person. That's that on that. Can we get a music break? Yeah, we might need one. <laughs> you are now tuned in. Uh, you are now tuned in to WMEZ. Uh, this week, this is one of my favorite songs right now, and I ain't said that about anything that I'm about to play. I just found it this week. She don't even got that many followers on Instagram. So it's rare, underground, uncut. This is Ray, R-A-E, and the song is called Wants. Here, on M-E-Z. Textually active. I want you to choose me. Even if it's been some time you knew me. Even if it's been some years, view me like we first met. 
to your baby maker uh she got a dope project it's called a blues for nina like uh love jones fire project but ray that was once has been added to your baby maker playlist if you'd like to hear that and more joints be sure to go to your favorite streaming service title apple music and spotify just type in textually active podcast and it should pop up at the chance it don't you know where to hit us instagram twitter facebook uh if you got my number just text me and you can get the link for the Baby Maker playlist. And you too could maybe get that baby here on WMEZ. So I've been listening to 10 Piece Killer Radio. And I must say that listening to you do that just now sounds exactly like how you do it. Nah, bro, you know the greatest shit is this is way easier of doing it by myself. When I'm at home doing that shit, I, it takes me 30 takes. I just What's did the that. episode I just listened to? Fuck the establishment, the one that started with Snow on the Bluff and it had that yeah, North yeah. Carolina song in the middle where I had to text you at 3 a.m. like, yo, bro, what's the fucking name like, of this song? This shit fire. <laughs> but that's what I love about it. Like, I get to hear, especially with the baby makers here, I get to hear new songs that I wouldn't typically listen to. And then on 10 Piece Killer Radio, I'm like, yo, Uzi got a song with Wayne. Yeah. So it's dope. Like um, your favorites. Yeah. You can find it on Apple Podcasts. So go listen to that, uh, guys. Yeah, go I'm check saying. it out. You know what I mean? Spotify just, be hating. Just trying, to share, just trying to share my platform with other people. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, you know I mean. But okay. So speaking of mean and mean rhymes with memes, pull your meme out. Mm. I'm just going to keep this simple. Because the song Snow on the Bluff reminded me of a movie called Snow on the Bluff that I seen on Netflix. Shout out Kurt Snow. So in the in the words of Kurt Snow, no matter what happens, boy, keep that motherfucker rolling. Like it. And if that ain't a, a word during this time, during this pandemic, during all the shit that we going through, keep that motherfucker rolling. Like it. E, you got a meme? Nah. All right. That nigga ain't got no meme. He said he's tired. Yeah. Uh I'm just gonna keep it a buck because this episode, if you listen to it, if you got to this point, we kept it a buck. Yeah. And so my meme says, "You ever read motivational posts from people that are toxic in real life? Capital letters L M F A O O O O O O O O. Lying ass niggas." All right, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of Sexually Active Pod. You can catch us every Tuesday. We drop our episodes at 6 a.m. We're on Apple. We're on Spotify. We're on all of the above. Um, in the meantime, in between time, keep up with us on our social media pages. We're on Instagram at Sexually Active Pod. We're on Twitter at Sexually Act Pod. And we're on Facebook at Sexually Active Pod as well. We also have some clips dropping on YouTube. So be sure to keep up with those. 
and follow our YouTube, share our videos on your Facebook, and fuck with us because we fuck with y'all. We'll see y'all next Tuesday. We'll be back. Holla. Thank you for listening to the Textually Active Podcast. This podcast is a full-service production from the Open Media Lab. Be sure to check in every Textual Tuesday along with following them on all social media at Textually Active Pod. Textually Active is a part of the Open Media Network.